hey you. I want to share with you something that I genuinely think will transform your life and your business, to be honest. HDX is open from now until May 17 with a few special bonuses. Join before May 11 and get my eight-week Purpose and Abundance course completely free, which is $888 worth of value. And if you join before May 17, we're actually going to give you $999 off our upcoming Mexico retreat. I mean, how good a freaking deal is that? And if you join before May 17, then you'll be in time for two amazing bonus classes this month in HDX with my personal business consultant, Nikki Rowley. Now, this is the woman that has helped scale my business significantly in the last year or so, and I am sharing her with my HDX community. She'll be teaching on how to grow and scale for business and what strategies and structures will actually get you there. She will also host a bonus business Q&A, which means you can actually ask my consultant anything you want to ask her about growing and scaling your business. This is an opportunity that could transform your life and your business, so don't miss out. I would like to begin by acknowledging the traditional custodians of the land on which we meet today, the Arakwell people of the Bunjalung Nation, and pay my respects to the elders past, present, and emerging. Hey everyone, and welcome to the Human Design Podcast with me, your host, Emma Dunwoody. I'm a qualified master coach and human behavior specialist, as well as being a qualified human design coach. And I work with clients every single day to answer the big questions. Who am I? Why am I here? And what is my purpose? I also assist them to transition from the person they think they should be to the person they really are on the inside. I teach people how to actually live their design instead of just knowing it. And if this is something that you want to do too, well, stay tuned or reach out for private coaching or human design unpacks where I show you exactly how to live your design. Hey, hey, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode. Um, It is the next and very nearly the final episode of the Human Design Roadmap. Today, I'm going to be talking about the four arrows. Um, and then I'm actually going to dive into something that I've been working on that is incredibly powerful called transformational human design. That is actually my work, my model, everything that I've been um doing, experiencing, working myself, clients, like thousands of hours of coaching to put together human design with things like NLP, behavioral coaching, uh, manifestation, all sorts of cool things. So I'm going to share a little bit more about that next episode. However, If you are signed up for my free masterclass, which I'm so excited to share with you on Wednesday, um, it's all about human design made simple. I am going to give you a sneak peek at this transformational human design uh, where I really put you in the driver's seat of your design. No more unresourceful language that makes you feel stuck or like there's hard and difficult things about your design or that you have to struggle, that it has to be, you know, this hard journey. None of that. We're going to throw that out 
We're actually going to show you this beautiful potential that lies within your design and how to access it. Because I think one of the things I'm so, 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 so aware of at the moment, and it's something that keeps coming up all the time, is the people are done with the learning. Like you guys are done with just learning. Like just learning is just learning. It's just more information gathering. I feel like we're at this pivotal moment in time where people no longer want to just be gaining information. They actually want to be having a transformational experience. They want to be integrating, embodying the things that they're learning. And that's what this transformational human design is all about because like like everyone else, I'm done. I'm done with just gathering information. If it doesn't transform my life, if it doesn't get me closer to my greatness, if it doesn't um, help me fulfill my purpose and do what I came here to do and be who I came here to be, then I'm kind of a bit over it. I'm kind of just done listening to the same thing over and over and over again. So if that resonates with you, make sure you're on the masterclass. Uh, If it's not in your time zone um, and if you're registered, there will be a short window of opportunity for you to watch it. So Make sure you're registered, even if you're not in the correct time zone, and it's going to be so much fun. It's so much fun. Like we've actually had people um, meet their, you know, new besties and business partners and all sorts of cool stuff on these masterclasses. So uh, it's not just about transformational human design. It's not just about making human design simple and implementable for you. It's also, there's a good chance because I'm a 37 people that you're going to find your, your people through this process as well. So what else did I want to share with you? Oh, I also wanted to share with you, um, we just saw Gabby Bernstein on the weekend. Um, we saw her yesterday and it was just fantastic to see her in action, in real life. Um, and, yeah, we were so excited to actually really envision us creating this you know Taylor and I kind of sat there and we enjoyed the process and we were having a good fun um, and we actually reflected at the end of the day like you know what was your biggest takeaway and both of us had been sitting there really thinking about okay well when we do it because we are very close to launching um, you know something similar to that um, and when I say something similar to that it's going to be something where it's like Um, a large crowd, you get to come along, have an interactive transformational experience. Um, So it's going to be almost like HDX in person. So it's going to be super, super exciting. Anyway, we will absolutely tell you more when we get to it. But it was really cool being in that situation where um, we were thinking about manifesting this for ourselves. And what was really cool couple of things happened and it was Gabby called it driftwood. So we now have this new word like our driftwood is the things that show up in our life that are giving us clues that what I would call an external clue that we're headed in the right direction, you know. Um, And one of the big things for us is growing this brand because we really, really, really want to grow the brand so that we can have a bigger impact. Bigger impact means we can bring more of you together in a powerful community transforming your life and then going out into the world and helping others. And we want to be, we are that family that's going to support you to discover your greatness and do your work in the world and that you can always come back to for support. Um, And 
through this process, yeah, Gabby was talking about driftwood. So it's like those things that kind of turn up that are like, yep, you're heading in the right direction. Yep, you're heading in the right direction. And um, not only did I end up quite by accident sitting right behind one of my uh, mentors and favourite humans, Denise Duffield-Thomas, which was very cool. So I got to say hello and actually meet her in person, uh, which was beautiful. We also had a really cool experience when we were waiting to get a photo with Gabby and one of our HDX members was like, hey, Emma, Taylor, oh, my God, it's you, hi. And it was so beautiful to see her there and give her a massive hug um, and have this experience like, oh, wow, that's that's driftwood. Like this is, this is where we're going. Um, so that was really, really exciting. Now, the next thing I just want to touch base on is something super important. So it's a bit of a shift of gear is I, someone brought it to my attention that on the Transits podcast last week, that my, um, and I believe the word was like disregarding <clears throat> some of the things that Tucker Carlson has done um, was, you know, it, it, it made someone in my world feel a little bit, you know, like not great. So what that really made me reflect on was that that moment, like, and I, and I have the gate 17, so I have the gate of opinion. And one of the things I want to say straight off the bat is like, it, it was just my opinion. However, having said that, what I really want to also say is it was an uneducated opinion. You know, I know very little about Tucker Carlson. And as this person pointed out, like, I am not an American. I'm not exposed to him and his message extensively. And maybe the bits and pieces that um, small pieces that I have seen are more related to my belief systems and not the full picture. So I just thought it was a great opportunity to share that with you guys, not only to say I will be sure to um, maybe educate myself a little bit more on certain topics um, or not be overly opinionated on them if I don't have uh, a lot of knowledge or experience about them. So um, also just wanted to give that as an example, like as we are navigating through this world, as we are moving towards this new paradigm, you know, there are going to be these situations where perhaps we do something, say something that it doesn't sit well with someone else. And one of the things I'm grateful for is I have a beautiful community, you guys, who whenever this tends to happen, and it's pretty rare, um, but it's happened one or two times. You guys are so respectful and beautiful and you reach out and you you tell me how you feel um, in a really responsible way. Like it's not pointing the finger, it's not doing any of those things, but it's like giving me another view of potentially something that I shared. Um, so I think it's important for us all to know, all of us that are in business, that we, especially as a line five, because I talked about line fives last week, like we have to be very conscious of other people's projections. And at the same time, it's important for us to pay attention to what comes up in us. So what came up in me this time was really to understand that it is important for me to educate myself as well as I educate myself on things like human design, for example, on other things if I if I want to talk extensively about them. So um, I just wanted to say that as well. Now, what 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 am I going to talk about today? Oh, that's right, the four arrows. So it's another bit of a gear change. We're going to head into 
um, back into the roadmap, simplifying human design for you. It's super important for you to understand, I, I think, as we go now into the four arrows, if you're looking at your chart, the four arrows literally are, if you look at the chart, you're going to see two arrows to the left of the head of the, the, the body graph and two arrows to the right um, of the head of the body graph. And this is what we're talking about. Now, these days, most charts have the arrows on them. If you get your chart um, from my website, they're going to have the arrows on them. If you get your free chart for Genetic Matrix, they won't, okay? You have to upgrade to get the arrows um, from Genetic Matrix. So have you got your chart out in front of you? I hope so. Um, I wanted to say at the outset that we actually have a free downloadable, we'll put the link in the show notes, to go into what are called the colors and tones, but because most of us use genetic matrix and then the software that we use that's becoming more prevalent is um, designed off genetic matrix, there's a couple of different language differences, you know. So on those charts, you might see things like sense and determination where I talk about color and tone. So I'm not going to go into that so much today, um, but don't let it get confused. It's just a different word. It's just different terminology. It, I, I would say that the color and tone is the original, <clears throat> is the, you know, the original knowledge that Ra created. And then these other words are also, it's almost like the, the distinction or the determine the I won't use the word determination the distinction that is um, more clarifying of particular arrows and the directions and, and that sort of thing because color and tone could be a bit confusing. Um, however, saying all that, the free downloadable that we've got link in the show notes will make it simple for you. Okay, so you've got your chart. You probably have no idea what I'm talking about right now, and that is okay. What I want you to pay attention to is those those four arrows that I've told you about. Now, the thing to understand with the four arrows is that mathematically they're a part of the original download, so they're absolutely like spot on. They definitely have a story to tell us. However, Ra actually um, came up with a lot of the the terminology and the the language and and that sort of thing. So one of the things that I have experienced over the years is that often <clears throat> because of the language of the arrows, it can sometimes be an area that people do find a little bit more confusing or a little bit harder to get their heads around. Um, and I believe, and again, this is just my opinion, is that it's because it's like so much, all the other stuff or so much of the other stuff is, is downloaded. It's like it's directly from the voice, if you like, okay, the, the voice that Ra heard. This has had like human intervention. So it's almost like the resonance isn't as easy. Um, again, totally my opinion, totally my experience. Um, so if you feel like when you're starting to understand your arrows that it is a little bit, you're just not quite sure what that means, don't worry about it. Just work with it. Now, having said that, what I want you to understand is there's this very funny, weird um, and sometimes weirdly specific language around the arrows, and they are not specific. They are metaphoric, okay? So you might find in your, um, in your let's say, environment and you've got kitchens. It doesn't mean that you are only ever going to feel aligned in a kitchen, 
Okay. It's metaphoric. So really think about, well, asking yourself the question, well, how would that turn up in my life? How does that exist in my life? Okay. Where in the past has this been true for me? Questions like that. So let's go through the arrows first, and then I can give you some some examples as we go through it. Okay. So we're going to start with the top left-hand arrow. This is called the PHS. It's the primary health system. Um, This is how we digest life. So there's a lot of talk around this arrow to do with food. And straight off the bat, what I want to say is there is absolutely no research to say that we should be 100% doing and eating food the way our PHS says we should. Okay. So do not just pick up and we don't, I don't teach it like deeply connected to specifically food, even though on my, um, on the download, you're going to see like there's certain people that are better with seasonal eating and there's certain people that are better with eating one thing at a time. And there's certain, there's other people that are uh, better at eating in a calm atmosphere, which is me, or there's someone like my son who eats and digests better in a um, highly stimulated uh, atmosphere. So you're going to see all of this language, but what I want you to understand is that it's an experiment and a metaphor, okay? The purpose of the PHS, which is the top right-hand arrow, is to get the most nutrition out of life, okay? It's to get the most out of life, to get the most out of, you know, the food that you're eating as well. Um, So you're going to have two numbers on your chart and the words that you're probably going to see will be the determination, uh, sorry, yeah, determination and cognition, okay? These are really talking about the either the conditions or the atmosphere, which is your determination that you digest or get the most nutrients out of an experience or the food um, best. Okay. So again, it's an experiment. So give me, I'll give you an example. I actually have a determination of calm. It's called touch calm and touch is all about, uh, and the, the number is the, is a four. And this is really all about the atmosphere around me. Okay. Um, because it's in the upper trigram. So the number four, five, and six, it's all about the atmosphere around you. Whereas the lower trigram, the numbers one, two, or three, it's about the, um, the conditions. So what does that mean? Let me give you an example. My, one of my sons is an appetite, which is a one. Um, and so it's the condition. So his conditions is he likes things one thing at a time. Um, so he, if, if I make him a hamburger, he will literally take the, the lid off the hamburger, then eat the lettuce, then eat the tomato, then eat the burger. Um, so he will take it apart. He, he likes things being separate on his plate, this sort of thing. Um, so the one, two, and three is a physical condition. The four, five, and six is the atmosphere. So as I said, I'm a touch calm. So I need to eat in a calm environment or a calm. The word is atmosphere. The reason why we want to use atmosphere is because it's not the environment. We're going to get to that in a minute. Um, So this is a great place where you can start to really experiment. Now, if you want to know your specific one, as I said, go download the one in the link because, sorry, the link in the show notes for the four arrows PDF, because it's going to give you the details for each of them. But ultimately this is how, because it's on the body side, it's all about getting the most nutrition out of food, out of life. This is really about uh, taking care of your physical body. 
Okay. It's really helping you to, um, to, as I said, get the most out of life. All right. Also, I want to mention that all the arrows, you're going to see that all the arrows either go to the left or to the right. I'm going to tell you what that's all about at the end. But this is also going to play out whether you have, um, you know, for example, I have the four, um, but I have a left arrow, which means that I'm calm. My son also has the four, but he has a right arrow, which makes it, um, I think it's called nervous, but I call it highly stimulated. So I need to have a very calm atmosphere um, and he needs a very stimulated um, atmosphere to, to get the most out of a situation or get the most out of his food. Then, then we want to move on to environment. So environment is the bottom left arrow. This is literally about the physical environment that you are going to thrive in. This arrow kind of represents success, well-being, and longevity. So when we understand this arrow, then we're going to, and we're in alignment with this arrow, then we're going to have like physical wellness. So both of these arrows on the left-hand side are very much about the physical health and well-being of the body. Now, again, they are all metaphorical. So, for example, I, for example I'm a valleys person. Um, so it doesn't mean that I have to live in a valley. It just means that that metaphor. So the metaphor, the valleys person is someone who wants to, they're either a world traveler themselves or they like to be around people that are literally moving. Like the, the metaphor that they often talk about is like this pilgrimage or being living on the pilgrimage. So you get to meet all of these people from all over the world that tell you what's happening in all the different countries and what food they're eating and what what trends are happening. And for me, this is very, very, very true. Your environment is going to make a fundamental difference to your health and well-being. For me personally, um, I when I was really out of alignment with my environment was also the time that I was diagnosed with depression and panic disorder in my late 20s. And I look back and I can remember being so viscerally bored, like so bored that it made me sad uh, because a valleys person really needs to have their feet. They need to live in an environment and be in an environment that literally has its finger on the pulse, like what's going on in the world. And where we were living at the time was the polar opposite to that. So you're going to see this in um, your it's going to say environment and you're also going to have in genetic matrix, it doesn't have what I would call the tone, but you're going to have a little number in the triangle. Okay. And the number in the triangle is your tone. The number that you see in the circle, if you've got genetic matrix, that's your color. The triangle is your tone. And this is really going to talk to almost like the senses, like the way you take in your environment. Okay. So I'm a touch person. I'm a six and it's literally like I have all the things that are important to me near to me. Um, I take, you know, I take stuff with me. And it's been one of those things that, again, human design has really set me free because um, I have this, you know, I re- I'm very passionate about the environment and not being overly materialistic. And I have really beaten myself up for wanting stuff, if you like. And my stuff might be like, I don't know, crystals. I've got crystals sitting here on the desk. I've got, um, 
you know, oils that I ro- roll on things. I've got my books and um, my journal and my, my, my diary and all of this stuff. And wherever I go, so if I'm sitting at my desk or I'm sitting on the, the couch or I'm wherever, I'm going to have my things. I'm going to take those things with me. Now, this is important because my conditioning t- told me not to have stuff. Having too much stuff for me went against my identity because my identity is someone who looks after the planet, which means I need to simplify. I need to have few things. I need to not carry around or be attached to stuff. But actually, it's part of my design. And I have a defined will center. So a defined will center is someone who is going to, you know, maybe buy one too many pair of shoes or maybe buy a couple of overpriced but exceptionally nice pieces. But this is where you can start to really let yourself off the hook, okay? Um, So with this arrow, so if you look at your bottom left-hand arrow, so go and check out the nuances of your environment. The other thing that you want to think about is the two um, gates that align or the two gates that are sitting next to your PHS and your environment. So it's your sun and your earth with your PHS. That's going to be a theme. So how do I take in um, or get the most out of my experiences? For me, I focus on my dreams. I focus on the things that matter to me um, and I build skills. So when I'm doing those things, I'm going to be getting the most out of it. Um, I actually have the 9 and the 16 repeated again in the North Nodes, which is my environment. Um, So, you know, drawing those themes out of there as well. Don't let the mind do it. Play around like it's a game. Like, oh, what's this telling me? What is the, how does this show? How do these themes show up in my environment? How do, you know, where did I live that I was the happiest? Where did these themes, were these themes um, playing out? Then with the arrows, so we're going to go back up to PHS. We're still on the body side. This is all about the physicality, well-being, longevity, success, Um, the top left-hand arrow, PHS, it either points to the right or the left. If it points to the right, it means that you have, uh, you will tend to not have a very hungry brain. You, you know, Ra sort of spoke about these often people that, um, do really well at fasting because they don't necessarily need to eat for mental energy. Um, then the left arrow is a hungry brain. Okay, so if you have a left arrow, I have a left arrow. I always get a lot more hungry working, thinking, learning than I do. Like I can go and hike for 10Ks, go for a swim, then surf for two hours, and I won't actually be that hungry. So that's the top left-hand arrow. Then the bottom left-hand arrow, your environment, if it points to the left, then you've got an active body. So this is going to be a body that we were actually just talking about this in my team this morning Um, I saw someone on Instagram with their computer on a stand-up desk and then they had a treadmill underneath it. And I looked at Taylor and I was like, oh, my God, I couldn't think of anything worse than that. Like that just fills me with like, couldn't think of anything worse. I have a right arrow, so I have a passive body. Taylor, on the other hand, who has a left arrow, has an active body, was like, oh my God, that's brilliant. And one of my other team, Lucy, she's like, oh my God, that just lights me up, like set me up, I'm there in two seconds flat. So the active, it's going to tell you have an active or a more passive body in the environment. Now, I am also an MG that needs a lot of exercise. Like I can't think straight, I don't know who I am and I don't sleep well 
if I don't do a lot of exercise. I love exercise. It just means that the majority of the time when I'm in my environment, I'm going to feel the most, um, hmm, what's the word? I think aligned is the correct word when I'm being more passive. However, we are not the, the singular parts of our chart. We are what happens when all the pieces come back together, okay? So if you have a right arrow, it doesn't mean that you're a, you're a couch potato. I have a right arrow and an undefined root center. So sometimes it can be hard for me to get off my butt, um, but once I'm off my butt, I'm moving. My 3420 really gets me moving. Um, so really experiment with that. But it's going to be those simple things like um, I use the stand-up desk and now the treadmill as a great example. Like if you've got a left arrow, that probably lights you up. That probably feels great. If you've got a right arrow, probably not. But if you've got, if you're a projector with an undefined root center, let's say, with a left with an active arrow, then that probably wouldn't sound great to you because it's too much energy. But a stand-up desk might sound great to you. So again, you want to experiment. So what do you want to do? Ask yourself, in the past, where did I feel the most comfortable? What sort of work environment? What sort of home environment? Um, Where did I feel the most comfortable? And then you're going to start to see those themes appear for you, okay? So don't get stuck in the language. Then we go over to the right-hand side of the chart. The right-hand side is the personality So the bottom right-hand arrow is actually the way you're designed to see the world, okay? This is um, all about whether you see things um, in a focused or not, uh, sorry, a a focused and strategic way or a more um, peripheral way. So left arrow is more focused and strategic, right arrow is more um, peripheral. It means that you've got what I would call it like you thrive more or you your talent is more of an expanded awareness that you kind of more the way you see the world is in detail but it's it's not like you're looking at each individual detail it's kind of like one big story that you take in all at once if you have a right arrow um that's all this arrow is about how you are designed to see the world and then and then within that you're going to see that it's called view on the chart that's your color um, that is the way that you're designed to see the world. So for me, it's power. So I literally see it through the frame of power. Who has power? Who doesn't? How do they, you know, and, and for me, I have the tone of action. So it's like, what are the actions they're taking to be more empowered? And it's very much empowerment for me. Okay. So again, that is not what the knowledge says that it's empowerment, but that's what it is for me. I see the world through a frame of who is empowered and who isn't empowered and what the actions they take to, you know, increase self-empowerment or empowerment and decrease self-empowerment. Um, that is the frame in which I see the world. That is what that arrow is all about, okay? It's the it's the perception of the world. It's the way you see the world. And we all see the world different differently. You know, some of us are going to see the world through the frame of, of, possibility you know they can see all you can see all the potentials someone's going to see it through a frame of fear where they can see everything that could go wrong but it's not necessarily negative if they don't stay in the the fear piece if they actually stay in the solutions piece like okay cool there's a gap there's a gap that they they see the gaps so they fill the gaps um they find the answers they get the knowledge that whatever it might be so this is the way that you're actually designed to see and perceive the world 
okay? Um, interestingly for me as well, like this is where you want to bring in all of your themes. Start to notice that you're going to see repeating themes throughout your chart. This whole process, this whole, sorry, roadmap, you would have started to see some trends, some repeating words, some themes that keep coming up. It's super important you pay attention to it because it's it's like it's talking to you. It's saying this is important. So, for example, I see the world through the frame of power and because it's your um, north and south node themes, that is also what you're seeing and I see it through the 34 and the 20, okay, the gate 34 and the gate 20. So, again, it's self-empowerment. So there's this big theme for me about empowerment, okay, um, and it's how I see the world and it's how I serve the world. It's what a lot of people want from me as well, okay? Then the top right-hand arrow is what we call our motivation. This is what we're designed to think about. Um, this is like our outer authority. It's the thing that people want from us. Obviously, our personality, sun and earth, falls into there as well. So this is where whether it's our life's work or our brand or our incarnation cross, a big part of our incarnation cross, like it's a big player. And this is what we're designed to think about. If we have a left arrow, we think in a focused and strategic way. If we have a right arrow, we have more of a, again, like um, uh, open awareness. We we think in a more open, and it's not that you're more open-minded, it's just that you think in a more expansive way as a more as opposed to a focus and strategic way, if that makes sense. Um, now, there's also in here, you'll see in this arrow, if you have a look down the bottom, you will see that there is a, a word that's called trajectory. The trajectory is exactly that. It's the trajectory of this outer authority, of this motivation. Um, I've heard um, pro- one projector teacher, I can't remember her name, but this was years ago. And she said as a projector, she loved motivation. She felt like that really helped her to focus on what she was here to do. So again, I would encourage you to experiment with it. If you have, um, oh, trajectory. So with trajectory, you're going to see that there is a um, a word down the bottom or on the left-hand side of your chart, it says trajectory, and then you're going to have a word that sits in there. So I have the word follower. Whatever you have, it's a destination. This is important. This is an important distinction. It's a destination. So for me, I'm 48. So I I am now I am now the follower, and the follower is really about following my own internal leadership. However, the other end. So if I if the arrow was pointing in the other direction, that's a leader. And the leader is all about leading the other, all right? But our trajectory is from the opposite arrow to the arrow that we have. So let's say if you're 28, let's say, um, and you have the same trajectory as me, you're still in leader. You're still at that place. And, and the way this plays for me, let's say, is that I did a lot of my own journey and then I would say, come on, everybody, we need to go this way. You know, this is what I've learned. Da, 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 da. Whereas over the years, what's happened is I've created my own methodology. I've had all these experiences. Um, I'm like, I'm going to take a bit of this, a bit of that. And as a line three, I might be like, oh, that doesn't work, but this does work. 
Um, And now all of a sudden it's like I'm following my path and it's more about my mission now. It's more about, you know, my line five wants to have an impact. It wants to, you know, create a legacy. It wants to bring all these people together. So it's become more about my mission and my team's mission as opposed to when I was younger, I was all about, wow, I've learned, learned all this thing. Come on, everybody, let's go this way. Okay. So your trajectory is exactly that. It is a trajectory from here to there. Um, now I want to say, and I just like intuitively, and if this is you, because obviously when we actually, um, understand the dimensions and quantum reality, um, there is no such thing as time and this is all happening now. And as you're listening to this, like, even though I'm recording this and you're right now, and you're effectively not listening to this right now, um, in a quantum reality, which we actually live in, you are. And I just got this intuitive hit that there's like this, like, oh my God, this is all so confusing. This is so freaking confusing, Emma. Um, I am, this is not human design made simple. Um, start again, help me. Okay. If this is you, I want you to take a deep breath and I want you to follow with me. If you are under the age of 28 or you are just between 28 and 30, then the primary area of focus with your arrows is the PHS, which is the top left-hand arrow. Okay? So just go and experiment with that. Just go and play around. Understand your colour and your tone, the circle and the square, also known as the determination and cognition, And just ask yourself the question, where in the past have I felt like I have either digested food well, got the most out of a situation? Um, I know for me with manifesting, when I started to understand that I get the most out of a situation or experience when I have a calm atmosphere, completely changed my manifestation. So find areas of your life where those themes played out. Okay, and that you've got good results. Okay, then if you are between 30 and even, let's say 30 and 40, then you want to have a look at your PHS and you want to have a look at your environment. Okay, because as we turn 30, this is when our environment starts to become even more important. It's or it kind of amplifies of its importance. Okay. And then what are you going to do? You're going to have a look at the PDF that you're downloading. You're going to check out your color and tone, your two numbers, your environment. Um, And then you're going to ask yourself, where was I happiest in the past? Where did I live? Where did I work? What was the environment, the physical environment like? And then you're going to go back there and you're going to have a look at your color and your tone. You're going to look at your environment, whatever. And you're going to say, okay, so how did that play out? How did that theme play out in those places where I felt really great? And if you've never felt really great in an an environment, then ask yourself um, a better question. Ask yourself something along the lines of, um, you know, where do I feel the best? What environments do I feel the most aligned to myself in? And it might be a cafe, you know, it might necessarily be a home or, an, or a working environment. Um, so just break it down, 
Continue to ask yourself the question and get the evidence for your brain like, oh, this is how it is, okay? Um, and experiment with your left and your right arrows. So if you have PHS arrow, do you have a hungry brain or a not-so-hungry brain? If you have a left or a right arrow in the environment, which is the bottom left arrow, do you have an active body or a not-so-active body? How does that turn up in your life? Then if you're between 40 and 50, then you want to be looking at yes, PHS, yes, environment, and also perspective. So over the years, how have you consistently started to see the world? Look at those themes. Look at your color, your tone. Look at the view. It's called the view on the chart. And just ask yourself, okay, do I specifically look at the world in this way? And for example, in my chart, as I said, I have actions. I am always how specifically? What are the exact actions I need to take? Or what are the exact actions they are not taking? You will see that this is the way that you construct your perception of reality. And again, you're building the evidence, all right? And then if you have a left arrow, you're going to see it in a focused and strategic way. It means you're going to be more pinpointed. It's going to be a more focused um, uh, view of the world. And that might be as simple as, I don't know why I got this one, but I just got the example of if you're at a football game, you're watching the player that's on the field with the ball. So you're just watching the ball wherever the ball is going if you have a left arrow. But if you have a right arrow, you're actually going to be watching the entire team. You're going to be fully aware of who's doing what on the team, okay? And that plays out for every area of your life. Then after the age of 50 is when our motivation, which is the top right-hand arrow, where that really amplifies because there's kind of this journey through the arrows of maturity, So although they all are themes in your life always, there is this kind of journey of maturity from the PHS top right to the environment and the the journey from the environment, which is the top, the bottom left, to the um, perception, uh, sorry, perspective, which is your bottom right um, of maturity, of really how you see the world and how you uniquely see the world. And then into motivation, which is the top right. And this is your outer authority. This is really how you give gifts to the world from your thinking, okay? And again, if you have a right arrow, you're going to have a more um, expanded way of thinking. It's going to be more, um, I keep using the word open, but I don't want you to mistake it with open-minded. That's not what I'm saying. It's just more almost inclusive. There's a lot more um inclusions. Whereas if you have a left arrow, you're more specific. So you might think about one piece of the puzzle at a time, um, or you might focus on one thing until that's done in your thinking and then move on to something else. So again, you just want to ask yourself good questions. Um, With these themes in mind, where specifically in the past have they played out? How specifically? What does it look like? What does it sound like? Um, Excuse me. And then with the top right-hand arrow, sorry, the top, yeah, top right-hand arrow, this is going to be part of your outer authority, what you're here to give the world. So think about those themes that sit in your motivation. Um, Think about, like, so for me specifically, I have desire. 
up there. So what I desire is super important because a lot of what I desire is actually what people want from me. What do I want? I want to have this beautiful, I actually want to bring people together so that they can not only learn to love, trust, and accept themselves, but to access their greatness, believe in themselves, believe in their greatness. Um, I want people to stop being put into silos and kept separate and, you know, all of these amazing experts all over the world just focusing on their one piece because the one piece is it doesn't, we don't get the results unless we can all be talking to each other. So because that is what I desire, a lot of my work and Hello My 37 is in there too my 37 is like, yes, we're building the one family, the one community. We're bringing all of these amazing people together, not only to really live and embody their design, but then to get out in the world and express their greatness and have this beautiful community around them to support them um, as they go out and champion everybody else because that's what my community do because you guys rock. Um, so, yeah, so that's really the four arrows, Okay. Um, there's so much more detail, of course, that I could go into that I'm not going to here on this episode. However, uh, we will put in the show notes, the episode numbers where I go through each color and tone. So each circle and each, each triangle, because that will help you with a little bit more detail as well as the free download that we've got for you. The thing I kind of want to finish on this is to say what I said at the beginning. And the most important thing is it's not the individual parts of our chart. It's how we bring them together. It's the sum of our parts that matters. So if it's confusing and overwhelming and there's a lot of information and it doesn't make sense and, you know, what does kitchens or mountains mean anyway? What does um, hope or possibility mean anyway? Oh, my goodness, if I have fear or security, does that mean I'm just going to be stressed all the time? No. All it means is it is a metaphor for how you interact with your life, your physical environment, your internal environment, uh, your thinking and how you see the world, okay? So it's just starting to get to know you on an even deeper level. Again, you're going to see themes that you've already seen through all the other areas of your chart. The other thing I want to say that is so important that I probably now in hindsight, wish I'd said on every episode, is that follow your instinct, follow your insights, follow your intuition of the parts of your chart that you feel curious about, lit up by, um, you want to create, like you want to get into, follow that. And you might just want to look at one of the arrows and that's okay, all right? Have fun with it, follow where you're being taken, and trust that you will get everything that you need because at the end of the day, it's going to give you different insights to someone else. I know for me, the PHS was like it had a big, big um, uh, effect on the way I manifested, the way I, my manifestation practices um, played out. I went from being like trying to be all high vibe and, you know, high frequency and what I had interpreted that as is super enthusiastic to actually creating this beautiful, calm atmosphere to focus on my dreams. Um, and, of course, I'd always been doing that in the past where I would listen to music that really calmed me, created this amazing, calm environment within, with you know, inside my mind, and then I would daydream. And I'd been doing that literally since I was, I'm going to say, like six or seven. Um, 
So these things will already be playing out in your life. And then once you start to become aware of them, then you can do them more consciously, more deliberately. Um, and, And it helps you say no to things that you know are not in alignment for you. It helps you say, uh, create environments that are good for you or move your body in a way that's good for you instead of telling you yourself you should do this or you shouldn't do that. Even the way you want to eat food, like there's there's a great big experiment there that you can play around with. And that's it. It's an experiment. If it works for you, great. If it doesn't, then don't worry too much about it. But as I said, there's plenty more resources and we will put the episode numbers to go deeper into it in the show notes as well. Thanks everyone so much for being here with me. Um, I hope you have clarity. I hope it is simple for you, that there's a simple pathway for you to move through your arrows. Take your time, trust yourself because you are your own guru, right? Right. Thanks everyone. Have I hope you have a great day and um, I look forward to having you on the next podcast. Bye for now. Thanks everyone for being here all the way to the end of the podcast. I hope you got lots of value out of it. I certainly had a lot of fun doing it. Could I please ask that you share this podcast with friends if you found it valuable? And also, bonus points, could you leave a review for me as well on Apple? It would be greatly appreciated. If at any point you would like to be on the podcast or you've got questions that you'd like me to discuss on the podcast, by all means, get on my socials and DM me. Everything you need is there in the show notes. Have an awesome day. Bye for now.